All right, welcome everybody. Good afternoon. I have my first guest of BU Do You podcast, Lynn. Welcome, Lynn. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks. That is so good to hear. So I just want to give a little bit of a, a background of how we met because I want everyone to know and realize the power of connection. Um, we didn't know each other prior uh, to all of this. Um, little bit of back, a little bit of background, a little bit. I'm already tongue-tied. Forgive me, I'm not stopping. We're going to keep this going. So just a little bit of a background of how we met. We were both um, in a group. I won't say the name of this group because uh, this podcast is not about messiness. It's about uh, positivity and encouraging everyone. Um, but we were in a group. It was really toxic. And so we both decided to exit, simply put. <laughs> And then uh, we reconnected on Facebook. So that's how Lynn and I met. Um, Lynn is from Alberta, Canada. So I'll let Lynn tell you a little bit about himself and how he is on my podcast, Be You, Do You, where we are doing what's best for us. Lynn? Beauty. Okay. So uh, my name is Lynn. I'm from Alberta, Canada. I always say I'm from middle of nowhere, Alberta Prairie, um, because that's basically where I'm at. And uh, I am basically a late in life transgender man who is trying to find people of like mind on the internet that I can connect with, that I can grow a community with, that um, just people that could, you know, energize me and help uplift me and or vice versa. Um, I am a actual mom of four. I'm still go by mom. Okay. Um, and we are a very interesting dynamic in our house because there's a lot more rainbow in there than anything else. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I just, I want to make sure that the kids in my world and the kids that I'm raising and everyone around me knows that being yourself is a strength and that um, owning your own authenticity is your given right. And I just think that it's so great when people can help each other, lift each other up or reach a hand down and help pull you up out of kind of the bog that this world can be sometimes. Wow. You said a lot of powerful stuff there, man. Um, I think that's the end of our episode one. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but no, uh, you said something really powerful and you, you uh, shared how you still go by mom. And um, as a transgender man myself, um, I go by he, him, his, you know, masculine pronouns. And can you please share, because what I, what I want to teach um, people who are, aren't within the LGBT community, and even those who are, are within the LGBTQIA community, sorry, um, we get so caught up on labels and I think a lot of times that's what causes the anxiety. It's like, oh my God, what do I have to label myself or, you know, what do I have to go by as? And you don't, like you get to create that yourself, right? Um, so with sharing that you still go by mom, um, is there anything that you can like advise uh, people on to kind of get them to relax a little bit, you know, take the, take the pressure and the stress off of themselves. Like you don't have to put a label on yourself. Okay. Um, huh. See, and it, it actually is me going by mom is actually the exact opposite of that. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I am not, nor I will I ever have the benefit of being a stealth individual, which just mm -hmm. means that people would not know that I was transgender. Gotcha. Because of the fact that I am mom. Um, right. And I, my, I, my pronouns as well are he, him, his. Mm -hmm. um, and my children refer to me as he, him, his. So the conversation might go like, where did mom go? Oh, he's in the living room. Oh, okay. And uh, the whole idea of that was that this was my title before. It's what makes my kids comfortable. It's my mm -hmm. place in their world. Um, now, that being said, I don't believe that we need to check off boxes unless it's the ones that we are comfortable with. Yes. And I don't think that anyone should be able to force you to make the decisions before you're ready for what those boxes may be. So if you are an individual who, um, I actually had this conversation with a good friend of mine last night and she said, I think, I think mm -hmm. I might be this, but yes. I don't know. And yes. I said, so just do you, you don't need a title. You don't need to identify as anything other than yourself and identifying as anything other than yourself should only be for yourself. I don't know how to explain that any better than that is it's all about your comfort level and where you feel that you are or who you are. No, you, you said it perfectly. It should be what you're comfortable with, not what someone else is comfortable with, right? It's about you and your journey. Um, and thank you for that because, uh, you know, I, I've had my own biases and I can be honest about that. But thank you for explaining that because that gives me a better understanding too. Um, like I said, I identify as he, him, his. Um, and before our meeting, uh, I would have thought you've, you, I assumed you went by dad. So thank you for, you know, clarifying that because being transgender looks different for everyone. Right. And, um, I can respect that. And then, and that's also my goal in having this podcast is like, look, the world has so many differences and that doesn't mean that we can't get along just because we don't, you know, identify as the same thing, if that makes sense. So um, I thank you for sharing that because I assumed, you know, you went by dad and all of these roles, I guess that all of these stereo, like I fell into that stereo, I guess that stereotype of what it means to be a man, right? Um, when, like you said, it's all about what's comfortable for you. So thank you for explaining that. <laughs> um, so Lynn, my next question for you. Um, I follow a little bit I do follow your journey, actually, and I love how encouraging you are and how open you are about you and your story, how you share your family. Um, I notice you're also an entrepreneur um, in the fitness industry. Am I saying that right? Is it fitness industry? Health? Um, honestly, health journey is probably the best way to put it. Okay, health journey. Thank you. Um what would be your advice for overcoming, overcoming fear? Because I have to say you're pretty transparent, you know, and um, 
it takes a lot. It takes a lot for people to, to get to that point in their life where they can just openly share their story. So what's some advice that you would get uh, of overcoming fear? Um, you know, honestly, there's all over the Internet. It's been passed around for forever. But there's always that meme that kind of comes back every once in a while and surfaces. And it says, be the person you needed to have in your life as a child. Mm. And a hundred percent that, um, I am not afraid of showing my journey, telling my journey, being myself, because I feel like I didn't have that person to tell me it was okay to have my feelings, to tell me that it was okay to be who I was, to share their journey and show that I wasn't really all that different than everyone else. I, I didn't have that person in my life. So I feel that it's super important basically for the transparency of it all that Mm -hmm. I stand up and say, look, this is who I am. Yes. I was 38 years old when I came out. Yes. I already had established my life and my children. Um, and we had this world, but for me to be the best version of me and show and empower my children to be the best version of them, I had to acknowledge who I truly was. And I had to get out of my comfort zone. And the best thing for anything, for any aspect, it doesn't matter if it's health or if it's your job or if it's anything is get, get comfortable becoming uncomfortable because being uncomfortable is where your journey starts to flourish. Yes. You said it perfectly. And that's where I'm at, you know? And like I said, I really appreciate you coming on because you've taught me so much just me following your journey you know like um it just makes more sense I I just feel like everything is playing out how it's supposed to be like with this whole be you do you you know we've connected um we have a lot of similarities we share the same birth date how cool is that um but yeah I mean like you've definitely helped me in overcoming my fear because I was scared shitless to even push this podcast, but, you know, meeting people like you and just knowing that there are so many out there that need to hear our stories that are going through, you know, some of the similar struggles that we've gone through. Um, I just, I just know that it was the right thing to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I thank you again. I don't know how much I can thank you, but I just, I'm grateful for you. I appreciate you coming on here. And like I said, being open and honest about your journey, um, because it wasn't so long ago that I shared my own journey on Facebook, uh, last year, actually. Um, I started my transition about three years ago. I'll be 40 this year. And just sharing that part, like it took a lot, you know, because I was in my head about what people were going to say, what people were going to think. Um, but I have to say it was like a weight lifted, you know, and uh, I've been moving forward ever since. Um, and now I'm at that point, like the hell with anybody else and what they have to say or think. You know, that's what BU do use all about. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So we're <laughs> here. <laughs> um, let's see what. So with that said, uh, who are three people who have helped you? I know you said you've connected with some people you like to connect with like-minded folks. So who, who are three people that you would say have helped you in your journey? 
Oh, okay. So we're going to do this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get real sappy for a minute. I'm going to get real sappy for a minute. Get sappy. My, <laughs> my oldest son is actually transgender. Mm-hmm. Um, and he came out four years ago now when he was 12 years old. Um, and watching him own his own shit and watching him become the man that he knew deep down he really truly was, mm-hmm. was what pushed me to get out of my comfort zone to become who I knew I was. So when I was 12 years old, I actually went by the name Jesse. I was, I experienced gender euphoria when I was misgendered and people called me a guy. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I squashed all of that down for many, many, many years thinking I, A, I didn't know that that was okay. I didn't know that being transgender was a thing. And I also grew up in conservative Alberta, right? Right. So I squashed all of that way deep down, but watching Dean just flourish and become this amazing human was kind of that straw that broke the camel's back and went, Oh, you know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't just hide who I am. Maybe I should explore more of who I am. And a little by little, and actually thank goodness for being an entrepreneur. um, Personal development was such a huge thing for me that looking into myself, I realized that I had been hiding so much more potential. Yeah. Wow. So Dean is probably my number one. Um, and then a uh, fun fact, uh, Jessie Lee Ward, she is mm-hmm. my upline in this company. She's number one network marketer in the world, but she is down to earth, this amazing human. And we've connected so many times just on kind of like a one-on-one mm-hmm. and she flat out told me right after I had come out and I was just scared of sharing my journey, but kind of dropping snippets. Yeah. She flat out told me that she believed in me. Yeah. And that she saw a fire and she's seen more of it ignite since I've owned myself Mm. and just having her kind of back me was great. And then I'm actually going to break your rule and say, you said three people, but um, (laughs) my family in general, yeah, both my mother-in-law and my mom um, being afraid to come out to my mom when Mm. she, I was so scared because I don't know. She was so accepting of my grandchild or like of her grandchild, but I was not work. I'm adopted. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she waited 10 years to have a baby girl placed in her arms only to find out 38 years later that I'm actually a man. Yeah. Wow. And breaking that was so scary to me. Yeah. Um, but I came out in the middle of January last year, beginning of February, actually probably closer to, and she sent me a happy Valentine's day to my son. Mm. And when I knew that I had her strength in my corner, I knew that I needed to be that same strength for somebody else. If it wasn't, he clearly didn't need me anymore. He's got his shit (laughs) in the group. Um, But if it wasn't for Dean, then there's all, there's gotta be somebody else out there who's sitting there questioning who the hell they are. And thinking that they're in the wrong for the way they felt, because that's where I was. So I can't be the only human on this entire planet who feels that way. No, you're not. And I think that that's you sharing your story. um, It's going to open up a lot, you know, um, dialogue from others. And I can totally relate to. Like when I own my my truth and I started coming, you know, shared my story Um, I found myself to be more confident and it's so crazy, but other people see more 
in us than we see our in ourselves at that in the moment, you know? <laughs> they they see beyond, you know, like our identity and our orientation. Like they see beyond that. And so for me, that like like with my whole life coaching experience and personal development, that helped me recognize the power that I, you know, that I had all along. I just mm-hmm. need to needed to own that and just be me. Because it's it's in that when you're gonna experience, you know, so much more, just being you, being your authentic self. Um, and then you confirming, like it confirms that that our kids, I don't, we don't, my wife and I don't have kids, but it just comes confirms how powerful our kids are and how they actually help. Like you said, your your son helped you a lot in your journey. And that's that's powerful. Like at a at a young age, him owning who he is, you know, was able to help you in that. Well, and I think a lot of that was I was so gung-ho supportive of him and saying, like, you can be you. I want yeah. you to be you. I want you to own this. Yeah. And then I turned around and my husband looked at me and he goes, Lynn. So I I'm just gonna say this. You're pushing them so hard. Mm-hmm. to be themselves mm-hmm. and being to own his stuff but are, are you really going to shrink yourself right in this moment do you not see what kind of an example you are setting for them and that was that was kind of the catalyst where I was like I can't be like you can do this but I can't do as I say not as I do like that's that's not how I want to function especially as um anybody who's going to guide someone Right. So that was really it. Like, wow. Yeah. Well, I think you're doing a, a pretty awesome job. Uh, sounds like your, your household is one badass household. I yeah. mean, the story, <laughs> like I've never, <laughs> your story is amazing. Um, you mentioned husband. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, uh, that if you don't mind? Um, sure. What do you want to know? So again, so again, uh, you know, be you, do you, it's not just about doing what's best for you, but it's also about educating because I think um, that's where it starts. Um, even within our, com- our own community, we're not educated. Like you'd be amazed. For example, I was watching, um, don't laugh at me. I was watching a Queer Eye for the, what is that? Queer Eye for the Straight Guy? Is that yeah. what it's called? <laughs> do, you, do you watch that show? Yes. So I was watching and there was an episode, um, I forget the guy's name, but he was also a transgender man. And Mm -hmm. uh, he called Queer Eye for, you know, to get some help with his, his clothing or whatnot. And um, I remember, I can't remember who it was, but he said that he wasn't very educated about the transgender community. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and he had all of these ideas and these assumptions. And it wasn't until having this guy on the show that it opened up, you know, his eyes to a whole nother world. And um, he got to see what it actually looked like or meant for this guy to be transgender. So that's why I was asking you, because a lot of people would assume that because you identify as a guy, that it would be automatic to be with, um, I guess, a cisgender woman. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So that's, yeah. Okay, so... 
let's just take this to the very beginning. I actually met my husband. He is also transgender. Okay. I met him um, when he was playing the role of a cisgender female and dating women um, back in his lesbian years. And uh, I always say playing the role because like we all know that being trans doesn't mean that we've decided that we want to be something else. It's that we are owning who we've always been. So exactly. Far than considered, like I consider myself playing the role of a cisgender heterosexual woman while I was trying to make my life make sense and had babies. Right. Mm. So Alex is transgender as well. And we met each other as, um, you know, our former life and we lost touch uh, for about four and a half, five years. And when he came back into my world, he came back because I had such a presence on social media, being honest about my support of the community with um, my son going through so much. And he dropped me a message saying, I really want to commend you on your support because, you know, um, I love that you support Dean so much. And I love that there's people out there who understand this community mm-hmm. because I am transgender. And I was one of the first people he came out to. Mm-hmm. And when we got back together, I had not come out yet. So when we first kind of reconnected other than on social media in person, physically, uh, prior to, you know, the panini going on, mm-hmm. um, we started dating and I laugh at him now because part of me, when I wanted to come out, um, part of me was really hesitant because he had always been identified as a lesbian. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he came out as trans. So dating me, he was identifying as a straight man for the first time in his life. He was identifying as straight. Gotcha. Um, And I didn't want to take that away from him. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how he was going to take me coming out either. Mm-hmm. but um, when I told him, he kind of went, yeah, duh, I know, um, for one. And he said, I will be gay for you. You are my person, which was just kind of a powerful moment because it was like a full circle. He he had been a lesbian, then he was straight for a very short period of time. And then I guess powers that be said, oh, no, you, you still have to be gay somehow. So here you go. Um, yeah. But... <laughs> That's where we were at. Now, um, I think that it's neat to see the fact that I am now identify myself as a gay man Mm -hmm. um, because of the relationship I'm in. Uh, We got married in October as Mr. and Mr. Um, And that's that's just who we are because we've owned who we are. Um, Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's hilarious because I have, people trying to figure out yeah people who don't understand right but it's the same as any other relationship like where's the dynamics who is what what's this and what role do you play now he does identify as dad and I am mom so my kids wander around having a mom and a dad but people don't expect it to be two men (laughs) right right that's who we are but see And my interpretation of that is, so that's, I feel like that's the magic in all of it is like you create what you want to create, you know, and you don't have to follow those gender roles, those made up. I think they're made up. That's just my opinion. (laughs) You don't have to follow, you don't have to follow that. 
Like you do what, what works for you. Again, you do what's best for you and your, your household. And yep. I, you know, I commend you guys on that because for me, uh, my wife and I, we, we asked the question, like we could, I was like, I think we're confusing ourselves even more. Like, can we just chill out? We don't have to <laughs> figure out, you know, what's your role? What's my role? We do what's best for our household. And at the end of the day, she said, you know, um, I love you for you. Like I always, like she, she always knew where I was going because we talked here and there about, you know, me transitioning, but I was always fearful because I thought I was too old. Um, yeah, yeah. That was one of the reasons why I didn't, you know, start sooner. And then of course I feared what family was going to say, what friends were going to say. And I have to be honest, a lot of um, my friends and close circle has been very supportive. Um, family, eh, it is what it is. I uh, won't talk much about that today. <laughs> I'll save that for another episode, but yeah, at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you in your household. You know, well, and family's not just about blood, right? Family right. is who you choose to surround yourself with. So those close friends of yours, that's your family. Yes. And who love and support and uplift, that's your family. Yes. And that's what I've come to learn, you know, in, in this almost 40 years of my, my life. Like, I never could imagine, for example, um, one of my three people happens to be my, my pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, he was someone who I actually shared my transition with, and I was scared shitless. Like, he met me as um, a lesbian almost four years ago, but mm-hmm. his response was like, I love you no matter what, like, you're cool. You're, you're, you know, I see you as the homie. Like I didn't see you as in, in, of what you identified with. Like, I didn't see that, you know? Um, and so when I told him about my trans, my transition, it's, it's funny. (laughs) I laughed because he said, you know, the only thing that I hate is like, you know, how you might be treated. He's like, I can't, and I can't be there to, you know, stick up for you. Yeah. Like that's what mattered to him. Like it didn't, nothing else mattered. And he's been that, he's been that person to stick by me through my journey, through my ups and downs, through all of my, you know, all of my, all of my garbage. And I never would have thought because growing up in the church and that experience, you know, like I would have never thought that my pastor today would be one of those people. And that's why I'm saying like, that's the, that's the power in connection. Like you never, you just never know who's going to be placed in your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just thought, yeah, I just thought I had to share that, you know, because um, for me, I would consider myself a believer, spiritual, uh, and I, re- I respect anyone's um, choice or beliefs, but that's where I'm at. And so he's he's been a huge encourager um, in my transition and in life in general. Uh, so I just wanted to share that because I know people who are going to listen have had experiences with church and religion. And I got to tell you that I just want to apologize <laughs> up front that we're not we're not all the same. I'm going to just put it out there like that. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's the 
life, right? Is that we are called <laughs> the diversity yeah. of make the magical. Right. Yeah. I just hate how, you know, some people have been mistreated, uh, you know, by religion or people that don't believe the same way. You know, it's it's garbage. I don't I don't go for it, you know. Um I'm I'm not personally um in the same line of like religious belief. Mm -hmm. I do I do love the idea of energies and universe and so yeah. yes and no, right? Yeah, 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 um, definitely. But I studied religion in university. Um, and I always loved the fact that when it comes down to it, yeah, really truly when it's all broken down, is it's about love and compassion and support yes. of your fellow people. Um, so it always bristled me that people would use that as an excuse to be mean mm -hmm. or rude. Mm -hmm. And I went, but if you truly, truly were, and if you really understood those words, you would know that your purpose is to support and love yes. regardless. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if we want to go biblically, that was God's last commandment was to love each other. And so yep. uh, we've gotten far away from that, but um, I'm seeing a shift. I, I definitely, I definitely do see a shift. You mentioned, you know, about energy and universe and, um, but I, I definitely am seeing a shift in, and especially on social media, um, where people are getting back to love being the center of it all. Yeah. Um, hopefully we get there sooner than later, <laughs> but at least we're witnessing it. Um, so yeah, how can we uh, find Lynn on um, social media? Are you on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that? Um, yes, I am all over social media. Um, at TikTok, yes. What? Instagram, yes. <laughs> Facebook, yes. Um, but not Twitter. I've I had a Twitter account like a hundred years ago, and I never really got into it, but. Mm -hmm. I am on as Lynn L Y N dot biohacked with no E. So B I O H A C K D because of the testosterone and because of the supplements I take, we went by biohacked. My uh, whole team is team biohacked. Okay. Team biohacked. Yep. And you said because of the hormones and supplements. Yep. Yeah, we're, we are biohacking our bodies to reach our better. Oh, I like that. Did you come up with that yourself? I wish. No, that's my husband. He got to take credit for that one. Wow. <laughs> Biohack. No, that's, that's very unique. That's different. I like it, though. It's catchy. Yeah. Um, so if someone wanted to connect with you, do you use your Facebook mostly or is that also, did you just give us your Facebook? Uh, yeah, no, I'm Lynn McKeel, M-C-K-E-I-L on Facebook. And I am across all platforms very much equally. I touch my business all day long throughout the day on every single platform. So I am connected overly sometimes. <laughs> no, I see you are definitely connected. No, I applaud you for that. I, um, Hoping I can get to that point. Sometimes I just have to disconnect from social media, though, to be honest. Um, yeah. Uh, but I do see you. 
I see you um, <laughs> learning a lot <laughs> health wise too. Um, thank you for being my first guest on Be You Do You. Um, oh, I think this turned out very, very well. Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate you. I love your messages. I was popping through your Facebook too. So <laughs> I am so glad that we've made a connection. Likewise, likewise. I'm, I'm definitely, um, I think it's going to get better. I have a lot of uh, nerves right now. I'm not sure why, but yeah, this is all about the process and journey, I guess. Right. Absolutely. Just learning. Growth through learning. You can do it. <laughs> I believe in you. I feel like I was all over my head a little bit, ah. you know, messy action. There's no such thing as perfection. That's actually another word for procrastination. So the best course <sighs> of action is to do it messy. Yeah. 